Okay, Bible and Daily Lifers, we are going through the Bible, the whole Bible, and nothing but the Bible. Just sticking to the Bible and teaching the Bible, doing it in overview. We're saying it's like you're going 230 miles an hour on the bullet train and you're watching the scenery go by. And how much can you take in? You can take in a lot. And so we're doing the overview of it so we can know where all these passages go and these verses and the history and what's going on and the place that all of the scripture goes to. So we are now in the book of Deuteronomy. The book of Deuteronomy is known as the second law, the second law of Moses, meaning not that he gave one law and then he gave another law. The law refers to the first five books of Moses, the Torah, the Pentateuch, he gave it to them once, and now he's giving it to them again. He gave it to them once when they came out of Egypt as slaves, and now they're going into the promised land some almost 40 years later, and he's giving it to them again, the second law. Moses is going to finish up his ministry. He's going to finish up his purpose. He's going to finish up his life. And he's going to spend a lot of time telling these guys, you need to just obey the Lord. If you obey the Lord, he's going to bless you. If you don't obey the Lord, you're going to bring a curse upon yourself. And so he's spending a lot of time doing that. He's spending a, t a lot of time reiterating what he had told them before in Exodus. And then they had departed from there, from Mount Sinai, to head to the Promised Land. And we said they went through the book of Numbers, right, where this was a census in the front and a census sort of near the end. They stopped in three places, Sinai, Paran, then close to Moab. And now they're on the mountain. They're on Mount Ebal. Um, they're getting ready to go into the land. And Moses is not going to go with them. And we will, uh, we will see that, that Moses is not going with them. And he's not going with them because he, um, he misrepresented God, misrepresented God. So we are actually in chapter 27, and uh, where should we start? Maybe we should start in chapter 27, verse 9. Moses and the Levitical priests said to all of Israel, Be silent, Israel, and listen. You have now become the people of the Lord your God. He's your king, you're his people. Obey the Lord and follow his commands and decrees that I give you. On the same day, Moses commanded the people this. He said, when you have crossed the Jordan, the Jordan's within reach, within sight. These tribes will stand on Mount Gerizim to bless the people. Simeon and Levi and Judah and Ishakar and Joseph and Benjamin. These tribes shall stand on Mount Ebal, one on Gerizim and one on Mount Ebal, to pronounce the curses. So one mountain, they're present, pronouncing the blessings. The other mountain, they're presenting the curses. And they're going to shout them to each other so they can hear it. And those that will pronounce the curses are Reuben and Gad and Asher and Zebulun and Dan and Naphtali. And the Levites shall recite to the people in a loud voice. They'll say this. Cursed is anyone who makes an idol, a detestable thing to the Lord, the work of his skilled hands, and sets it up in secret. And the people shall say, Amen. Shout it out again. Cursed is anyone who dishonors their father or mother. Amen. 
Cursed is anyone who moves his neighbor's boundary stone. Amen, all the people shall say. And it gets to chapter 28, and he says that there are blessings if you're obedient. There's blessings if you follow. There's blessings if you do these things. Chapter 28. If you fully obey the Lord your God and carefully follow all of these commands I'm giving you today, the Lord will set you high above all of the nations of the earth. All these blessings will come upon you and accompany you if you obey the Lord. You'll be blessed in the city. You'll be blessed in the country. The fruit of your womb will be blessed, the crops of your land, your young, your livestock, your calves, your herds, your lambs, your flocks, your basket, your kneading trowel will be blessed. You'll be blessed when you come in. You'll be blessed when you go out. And the Lord will grant that the enemies who rise up against you will be defeated before you. And they will come from you in one direction, but flee from you in seven. The Lord will send a blessing on your barns and on everything you put your hand to. The Lord will bless you in the land that he's giving you. The Lord will establish you as his holy people, as he promised with an oath, if you keep his commands and walk in obedience. Then all the peoples of the earth will see that you are called by the name of the Lord, and they will fear you, and the Lord will grant abundant prosperity. The fruit of your womb, the young of your livestock, the crops of your ground. The Lord will open up the heavens, the storehouse of his bounty. And so you get 14 verses of these blessings if you'll obey God. And you jump down to chapter 28, verse 15. However, if you don't obey the Lord and don't carefully follow his commands and decrees that I'm giving you today, all these curses will come on you and overtake you. You'll be cursed in the city and cursed in the country. Just like we heard about the blessing. Your basket and your kneading trout will be cursed. Just like we heard the blessings, the opposite. The fruit of your womb will be cursed. The crops of your land, the calves and the herds, you'll be cursed when you come in. You'll be cursed when you go out. The Lord will send curses on you, confusion, rebuke, and everything you put your hand to. So that started with what verse then? It started with uh, verse 15 because you got 14 verses of blessing. And then from verse 15 all the way to verse 68, 53 verses of what will happen if you don't obey the Lord and follow him. Chapter 29, this is the second law, and now he's going to ask for renewal of the covenant. He's going to say, you saw what the Lord had done in Egypt. You saw what was happening. You've reached this place, and the Lord has delivered you, and the Lord has taken care of you, and the Lord has given you shoes that didn't wear out, and he gave you manna from heaven, and he gave you quail. He took care of you. He defeated your enemies. Are you ready to turn to the Lord? Yes, we are. And he said, there'll be prosperity if you turn to the Lord. There'll be prosperity. And so they're getting ready to go into the land, but Moses isn't going. So who's going to lead them? Joshua. Chapter 31, Moses went out and spoke these words. And he said, I'm 120 years old. His life was divided into three segments. The first 40 years when he was in Egypt. The next 40 years when he's on the backside of the desert. And these last 40 years when he's delivering Israel and bringing them out of Egypt and into the promised land. And the Lord has said to me, you shall not cross the Jordan. The Lord himself will cross over with you, and he'll destroy the nations before you. But Moses isn't going. Verse 7, Moses summoned Joshua, and he said to him in the presence of Israel, Be strong and courageous, for you must go with this people into the land that the Lord had sworn to their ancestors to give to them. You must divide it among them to be their inheritance. And the Lord himself goes before you. 
And then Moses reads the law to them, and he says this in verse 10 of 31. At the end of every seven years, in the year of canceling debts, during the Feast of Tabernacles, when all of Israel comes to appear before the Lord your God, you shall read this law in their hearing. Every seven years, they were to hear this law again. If you're 21 years old, you heard it three times. If you're 42, you've heard it six times. Maybe you should make a Bible reading plan like that, where you read the Bible slow for seven years. Get it all. Assemble the people, men, women, and children, and the foreigners that are residing among you, so that they can listen and fear the Lord. Their children who don't know this law, they must hear it in order to learn to fear the Lord and live in the land that you're going to possess. Then he predicts that Israel is going to rebel. Chapter 32, Moses sings this long song that he has remembered. And you have in chapter 32, it says, On that same day the Lord told Moses, Go up to, the, go up to Mount Nebo in Moab, across from Jericho. Take a look into Canaan, the land I'm giving Israel as their possession. There on the mountain you climbed, you're going to die and be gathered to your people, just as your brother Aaron died on Mount Hor and was gathered to his people. This is because you broke faith with me in the presence of the Israelites at the water of Meribeth, um, and because you did not uphold my holiness among the Israelites. Therefore, you will see the land only from a distance. You will not enter. Chapter 33, Moses blesses the tribes. One after another, after another, after another, he blesses them. He dies in verse thir in chapter uh, 34. Moses climbed Mount Nebo from the plains of Moab to the top across from Jericho. And the Lord showed him the whole land from Gilead to Dan, all of Naphtali, the territory of Ephraim and Manasseh, all the land of Judah as far as the Mediterranean Sea, the Negev, the region of the valley of Jericho. And the Lord said to him, This is the land of promise and oath to Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob. I said, I'd give it to your descendants. I have let you see it with your eyes, but you won't cross over. Moses is good with it. Moses, the servant of the Lord, died there in Moab, as the Lord had said. He buried him in Moab in the, uh, in the valley opposite Berpur. But to this day, no one knows where the grave is. Again, in Jude, it says that Satan and Michael the archangel are fighting over the body. Moses was 120 years old when he died, yet his eyes were not weak, nor his strength gone. The Israelites grieved for Moses in the plains of Jordan for 30 days until the time of weeping and mourning was over. Now Joshua, son of Nun, was, fulfilled with the, was filled with the spirit of wisdom because Moses laid his hands on him. And so the Israelites listened to him and did what the Lord had commanded Moses. Since then, there's been no prophet has arisen in Israel like Moses, whom the Lord knew face to face who did all the signs and wonders that the Lord sent him to do in Egypt, to Pharaoh and his officials. For no one has ever shown the mighty power or performed the awesome deeds that Moses did in the sight of all of Israel. So there we are. We finished Deuteronomy and we finished the law of Moses, Genesis, Exodus, Leviticus, Numbers, and Deuteronomy. And we'll be going into some new periods now, which we now call the books of history. So let's move on through the whole Bible. The Bible, the whole Bible, nothing but the Bible. Love you guys. Let's move on.